you're tired of spending money on trail cameras you use as tools only to find out they're built like freaking toys or you've struggled with unreliable not so dependable cameras or experienced customer service that flat out disappointed you i've been there those problems literally birthed exodus eight years ago when they shipped their first camera exodus had a clear desire to not only build elite products that enabled you to set it and forget it all season long but also to back them like no other company was willing to with an unmatched level of customer service and support. See for yourself why Exodus has over 15,000 satisfied customers. They've quickly become known for their five-year no BS warranty, quality cameras, and best-in-class customer service. You heard that right. Exodus believes in their products so much, every single camera is backed by a five-year warranty that includes theft and accidental damage coverage. Each camera is checked for quality control standards before it leaves the warehouse. They wouldn't use it, you don't get it. Exodus is so confident you'll love your new Exodus camera. They're offering you, the listener of this show, 15% off your next order today. Just use code BTE. If you don't love it, get your money refunded in the first 30 days and just send her back. Exodus really has two excellent cell cam options for uh, all budgets, and they start at just $179 plus your 15% off there. You use the code BTE. They have competitive data plans that allows you to purchase a plan and use the data as you see fit. They want you to be in control. There's no annual commitment and no limit on how many cameras you can run on one plan. You can share cameras with friends, no charge, which makes the Exodus lineup a great option for hunting clubs and leases. There are no additional fees for HD photo requests. That's pretty nice. No additional fees for video uploads. And all cameras share data on a single data plan for easy management. See for yourself why so many have made the switch to Exodus and experienced Exodus difference. Use code BTE to get 15% off your next order today. Now let's talk about Osseo gear. It's a great option for whitetail hunters. They develop a premium line of bow hunting gear that will rival any other clothing on the market in quality. Plus, you got a lifetime warranty on anything you buy from Osseo, which is pretty nice. They have a super unique camo pattern and great technology in their garments to keep you comfortable in the stand. So visit asiogear.com, get you some premium hunting clothing. Also, I want to talk about hunting beast gear makers of the beast stand and beast sticks in my opinion the best option for a mobile hunter that's looking to pound the public land or just hop around on your private land i don't hardly worry about permanent stands anymore on the uh, few pieces of private i do have i just use that beast stand and sticks and i got so good with putting it up uh, taking it up and down i really feel comfortable using it in any scenario whatsoever you haven't had the experience of getting your hands on a beast stand and trying it out for yourself go to beastgear.com get your pre-order in for the stand order you some sticks and become more deadly this deer season speaking of deadly gotta talk to you about stealth outdoors makers of stealth strips which is a great addition to any beast stand that you're going to buy or beast sticks it's a great addition for all kinds of stuff i just put some on my bow the other day Stealth strips really are a, a product that any hunter, whether you're a weekend warrior, 
or a guy that hunts almost every day really needs to take advantage of. Stuff absolutely deadens your, your gear uh, to make it essentially uh, noise-free. If you haven't checked out Stealth Strips yet, stop buying all the other crappy alternatives like the hockey tape and any other stuff you're trying to use to silence your gear. Get the good stuff. Get Stealth Strips. Visit StealthOutdoors.com. Pick you up some Stealth Strips. All my partners are linked in the description below. Go check them out. What's up, everyone? We're live, guys. All right. We're live. Here we are. <laughs> We're live already. Like we don't have any, uh, or not because we are running late. <laughs> you know, time to make one. Think at the pool. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> What's that, Mike? <laughs> Wait, we're live? <laughs> yeah, we're live. <laughs> we went ahead and started it. <coughs> oh, I hope everybody's doing good tonight. We uh, are, this is our, I guess, the final, final hoorah on the Indiana early season deer camp. I think, this is a bold statement, but this has been our best, like, as far as uh, productivity, I think, uh, We've had in Indiana early season when you guys yeah. come. Deer sightings. Yeah. So. Yep. It's also been the hottest too, though. Yeah, that's true. But I I was kind of doom and gloom whenever you guys, like last week when I looked at the weather, I was like, ah, God, this is going to suck. But everybody, I mean, it was not that bad. Yeah. What, what's in, the saying in some ways, you? it wasn't bad. Right. Overcome by that <laughs> and destroy. Right. Yeah. Let's talk about uh, so the vlogs you guys have kept up with. If you kept up with them, you kind of know everything that's happened so far. But the what day did you shoot your deer? Was it the second Sorry. night? <coughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> that morning, I say I'm trying to think of buck sightings. That morning, I saw like a hundred inch eight pointer or whatever he was, maybe a ten pointer. I can't remember now. But um, and that evening, you were the only one who saw a buck, but you got a shot at it. You guys can watch that. It's two vlogs ago now. Make sure you watch that one. <laughs> Leave a comment about my arrow weight and my broadhead. <laughs> I really like listening to our experts. You know, nothing about my setup tells me what I need to do. <laughs> we discussed that. You needed a lighter arrow. You wouldn't have had all that drop. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's way out of whack. <laughs> Oh, Bottom line with that whole thing is I have no regrets on that. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, we're here for four or five days. Yeah. I was ready. I told myself that deer got to where it was. I was going to shoot it. So mm -hmm. it just didn't work out this time. I, I'm not going to beat myself up too much. You can't control what the deer does I, once you let the yeah, arrow go. I it's felt good about the shot. I really do feel like it was like it wasn't a bad. Well, you said 36 no. yards? Yeah. What you thought it was? Yeah, I'm just saying, I don't think this, I obviously didn't intend for it to hit the leg, but I don't think yeah. the shot, it's not like it veered one way or the other. It was. No, it was like in the right, pocket. Right where. And right. that deer just went to run, it like, the elbow came up into the pocket, and that yeah, thing like, just, I mean, it like blocked me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> if that elbow would have been left or right at all, like, he would have, it would have been yeah, hard shot. Anything, yeah. I would have went a little more left on the deer, but, you know, I shot my bow after I went through my bow, nothing was off. Yeah, you know, I just it was just a circumstantial thing, and that's what know. I mean. People were complaining about the length of the shot, dude. I've lost deer shooting my 10 yards, like it's gonna happen. Yeah, like, it's like, yeah, yeah, that's what I'm getting at. Yeah. I'm not like, yeah, it's hunting, and 
And, you know, in your case, you have two kids that you're raising and you got limited time. Yeah. I mean, meeting the freezer for you is meeting the freezer. Right. Oh, was that like was a, a nice deer. bomb. I mean, right. yeah. TV gear. Yeah. Not- <laughs> we shoot that all the time. The TV gear. Is- <laughs> not- right. you know, we don't ever. Sh- I mean, we're, we're shooting out to 50 yards here. I've shot deer over 40 e- yards. Every other day. Yeah, I mean, it's but, not ideal, but no, you, sure. you, every situation, you get what you get in that situation. And I, I told myself, I mean, if they watch the vlog, I, the deer was in front of me. I could have waited another hour. Yeah. There was plenty of time, but I just told myself in my head, if he goes to where I have a clear shot, ranged it, I'm going to shoot You're confident. Him. Yeah, yeah shot I'm going too. to shoot. Was, it wasn't like yeah, a, that's a good shot. thing where I'm like, I got to get an arrow. I'm like, took my time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was just gonna say that if if you're confident with your shot, why are you not gonna take it? Yeah, and you I mean. you obviously were. So yeah, um, it's a target animal at the end of the day, right? And you're here for four days. Like, mm-hmm. I'm sorry if you if if I'm waiting for that twenty yard broadside shot where he's yeah. licking the other side of his body, it might it, never it, happen. You might hunt thirty years and never get that. So mm-hmm. yeah, you, know, it's, you got to make stuff happen, and I tried. And yeah, it didn't happen. It didn't happen this time, but as my buddy Alan always says. That's part of being a deer. I'm sure the deer is fine. You know, I didn't make his life any better or easier, but it could have been a lot worse for it. I wish yeah. it was worse. Mm-hmm. Yeah. With you, yeah. but, uh, as far as getting wounded, that's a well, best case scenario for getting wounded. Big a deal. No. no. I mean, you'd we, do it again tomorrow if you had the same opportunity. That's what I'm getting at. Yeah, I have no absolutely. regret taking the shot. Yeah. Uh, the only thing I regret is my arrow weight isn't over. I'm just making sure things are right. We're not like losing our body or something that we're getting. And you know, like all the times we all hunt, whether all of us or one of us is in here or whatever, anytime that tracking is super fun to do together, you know? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Some of the best memories. I mean, I'm not getting into the Iowa hunt, but that was a whole other kerfuffle. But that's one of the, one of the, Great yeah. memories we have were that one I shot late season. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The first time we were here, like one shot. Yeah, shot yeah, yeah, those I mean, are the best memories. Yeah, know? yeah. Really we have a good time <laughs> with those track jobs, whether they're going good or bad. Right. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> a lot of about you know? Yeah, a lot of high fiving. Yeah, yeah. Just... Yep. Uh, the uh, Cameron from Exodus, like he's a new, bo- actually a pretty new bow hunter. He's very successful already. He's done a good job, but he. Like he just started not that long ago and he was like, like less than maybe five years. I'm putting words in his mouth, but it's not been very long. Mm-hmm. And, uh, that's what he's like. I don't understand how people get so aggravated about like taking certain shots. He's like, it's not real. Like no shots real. That's not, it's not, none of it's pretty, you know, like, like we're trying to kill yeah. him. Like, well, right. It's Nothing is scripted. Nothing yeah. is scripted out yeah. there. Yeah. You just do the best you can. And, yeah. Just like anyone else, like any of us, I've let plenty of deer go that I was waiting for that perfect shot, and I regret a lot of those. Oh, yeah, yeah, You know, I've let a yeah. lot of nice deer go by because yeah. they didn't stop in that opening yeah. too far or waited oh, too yeah. long or full draw and just been walked right through my lane, and I just didn't do anything about it. Right. I'm not that hunter anymore. Yeah. I'm going to yeah. do something about it. Yeah. I'm yeah. not going to shoot through crap, but. Yeah, yeah. right. Um, they fall off there. There's a booger on there. I got it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, someone was, I did like a quote about Fred Bear or something. It's funny. If you read his field notes, Fred Bear field notes, he's seen with a recurve too. He's like 70 yard shots, just like, right. like really? Oh, yeah. 
he probably figured he's nothing to lose by the narrow. Yeah, it's just that uh, somewhere along the lines, it's not a bad thing per se, but somewhere along the lines, like killing animals became some kind of a like precision sport. Well, like a um, some beautiful thing, like that's right. supposed to be perfect, and it's if like you don't it's, have it's the ninety nine percent. You're gonna kill it. Perfect shot. You shouldn't shoot or you're uh, you're yeah. unethical. It's like nah, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. It's like you said. It, it, you don't have control. You only control you control by practicing. Yeah, making sure you're ready mentally with your gear. And it's uh, it's up. You know, some of the stuff ain't in your control. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, it isn't. Yeah. So. Yeah. If that deer would have like, you know, like you said, moved <coughs> some way one inch or another, like this sort of conversation would be different. People. Yeah. Oh, dude, I'd be archer of the year, hard shot. Yeah. You know, <laughs> look at me now. Well, that's another thing. I heard Levi Morgan was talking about. Of course, you know, he's like. Best archer in the world, but he gets a lot of hate for some of the shots he makes. And uh, he's like, I hate when people put their limitations on me. That's what he says. Right. I've, my whole life, I've dedicated myself to be able to shoot a bow like I do. And people think they can tell me that I can't shoot a deer at 37 yards or whatever. Um, and I, I mean, yeah, you gotta do what you think is right, yeah, you know mm-hmm. what I mean, mm-hmm. and uh, keep it in your comfort zone. Just know your limitations. Yeah. That's it. But what let's uh let's go with why did you hunt that spot? I mean, what did you see? Uh well I scouted the tops several years ago and uh just the wind was right for that area and I just did what we do and just worked my way in there. I was seeing a lot of fresh tracks and the drainages and I just kept pushing, kept pushing, jumped one. It's kind of how I roll. I jump one, I push a little further. I basically pushed as far as I could go without getting into another bedding area. Mm-hmm. I didn't actually know that that oak tree was there dropping, but I knew there was a lot of deer around and I found some more place that I had a real nice edge and set up and lo and behold, there was two oaks actually just dropping like crazy. Yeah. And uh, it was tore up. Tore up, poop yeah. everywhere, tracks everywhere. So I, that part I got lucky on as far as the oaks, but there was, you know, you start reading the sign, there was deer all over in there. You yeah. know, and you're jumping on, like, really on the edge. Yeah. Because this is, like, two ridges that drop down, and then it, it would be marshy if it wasn't so dry. Yeah. It's dry so out. that's the edge I was working, and uh, just kind of worked out. There's a ton of science to it. It's just doing what we do. Yeah. The uh, acorns being scarce this year was a benefit, I think, mm-hmm. especially the white oaks. Whatever, there's freaking chestnut oaks everywhere, mm-hmm. everywhere. Mm-hmm. But yeah. white oaks are not definitely certain trees are just yeah, loaded. But you can't. Like I hunted that. Full disclosure: I hunted that again, that same tree. Yeah. Or I pushed a little closer so I could make a better shot if I got a chance. Yeah. I could have an easier shot, and just us stomping around in there, it was dead. No, no deer at all. Nothing. So they're they're very sensitive over here too. Yeah, to scent. Yeah, yeah. You can't go scouting way into everything and then pull back a little and think they're going to come out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because we all know that. Well, it's ninety plus degrees. The whole we're sweating from every pore in our body, mm-hmm. and uh, <clears throat> those deer just they can smell it. We've all been blown at from our entry and exit. Not that we don't have good entry and exit, but. Any deer that crosses it, 
just freaks all of us. It's what a deer does for a living, survive. Yeah. Right? And anytime you start dealing with elevation, you know, <clears throat> prime example is like yesterday, like we're always playing the thermals and there's a time frame where it's sensitive, you know, you're working in. Like yesterday, I was getting in, prime example, and uh, I dropped milkweed about 75 yards, 100 yards from my stand, and that milkweed would go toward my stand and then come back to me, and then go toward my stand and come back to me. So I just sat there. I waited 15 minutes, threw out some more milkweed, and pretty soon I had a pretty, you know, the thermals, everything was dropping. Everything was coming down, so then I finished my last, you know, 7,500 yards in my stand, got up in there, life was good, but... To add to that, the hub that I hunted tonight, um, I had pre-scouted a little bit. I got out onto a little finger. I had a lot of scrapes coming into um, this hub area on a ridge, and um, and I was seeing fresh rubs and, and a lot of good stuff. Um, so I knew I wanted to hunt that. And I had been there at 2 p.m. already, but I decided to wait until um, 5 o'clock to actually draw jump into that hub because I wanted to make sure that that sun wasn't seeing the forest floor anymore, the drainage and, and um, you know, the air had a chance to cool just to make sure that my thermals were dropping. Um, and really they worked out in my favor all night. I just didn't have anything come in front of me in time to shoot, but, um, but I intentionally went in late, um, yeah. you know, just to play those thermals the way that I thought I should. And see, this is your, First early season hunt in Indiana. Yes. So there is a learning curve to it. Mm -hmm. I think if you would have found that spot the first night we were here, you probably could have moved around a little until you got on. Yeah, could be. Could be. See, I always have this this issue where my my curiosity gets the best of me sometimes, and I just want to push a little further. I need to find a little more sign to feel confident and. I struggle with that too sometimes. And I think yeah, that, 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 yeah, that just defeats you sometimes. It's just that curiosity. It's, it's you know, in a way, I enjoy scouting more than I do hunting. Yeah. Um, I, just, I just love playing detective and trying to put the, the pieces of the puzzle together. Um, but it, it burns you sometimes. It does. So I think early season is a lot more sensitive than if you do this in three weeks, four weeks when we come back. I think you get a lot, way with a lot more than. Yeah. So. It's also really yeah. hard to pick up on a lot of the sign. Yeah. If there's not scrapes yeah. and they're not like acorns where you can see they're feeding, like, you know, Brad and I hunted in proximity of each other and the one deer we kicked out, you would have never known he kicked that deer. There happened to never. be like a, a power line clearing and I just saw it happen to You would never have known you grew right. a deer out of there. Right. Didn't make a sound. That one didn't blow. You just think, oh, this area sucks. Yeah. I truly believe every time you go in the woods, you're moving deer. Oh, yeah, right. no question. Totally. About it. It's so easy for them here if they're up on a up on a ridge, they're just mm -hmm. gone. You know, and, even know. you know, they'll be able to see a lot more when we come back. So a lot of those leaves will be down, and the undergrowth will be gone. Mm -hmm. Mostly the oaks will be holding leaves, but which yeah. is a plus and a minus. Yeah, you know it. It gives you the ability to maybe shoot, see a little clearer, farther. Mm -hmm. But at the same token. You can't get as close to that deer either. Yeah. So that's really tough. I think what really helped out is you know, this is our fourth year here for early season. And we've really did a lot of scouting and spraying in these past four years. We've accumulated a lot of information. So we can surgically go into certain spots 
and hunt them. We don't have to run up and down a ridge trying to look for hot sign. We already know from our scouting. At least that's what I was doing. Yep. I already know. All right. I was here this spring. This is the place I need to yeah. be. So I either used a drainage to get in there or knew to stay off a ridge or something to get in there and surgically hunt these spots. And I think that definitely helped out. And they're there or they're not in some of them. Right. Right. Exactly. Like tonight. I didn't see anything, and I know they're there, but I think it's more of a morning area. So, and your camera game is very strong. Yeah. You run a lot of cameras, so that yeah. helps a lot with it. Yeah, that gives me so much intel to work on. But you spend the time to do it. Yeah. So. Yeah. Turn your mic. Uh, yep. I think the booger must be back yeah. on there. Booger was on the yeah, I'll fix it for you. I got it. Okay, okay, okay. Guys, it looks like it. <laughs> well, that loose suit. Yeah, I'll swivel it. There you there go. go. That'll be good. Go ahead. How do I sound, America? <laughs> <laughs> he's not an electrician. Better. He's a plumber, guys. <coughs> no, keep it to. There's a. It's labeled back. Back. Yeah, you want the back. That to the back of it. That should be better. Sorry, guys. We got. Uh, um, Limited expertise on mics still, even though I've been doing this for almost three years now. <laughs> when I get out of my comfort zone, not sitting here at my desk, I don't know what to do. But um, I don't know. That was a cool hunt, though. You got good footage, footage of it too. Yeah, I I, I really enjoyed it. Um, there's there there uh, some big deer back there, and we saw some tracks when we were yeah tracking that deer. That, there's, there's more to be explored back there. Yep. Yep. We've been seeing deer on, I mean, at least a couple of us are seeing deer on, you know, every sit. Right. So uh, it's not that we're not seeing deer. We've probably seen more deer this trip than any other trip. So, yep. <clears throat> yeah. So I passed on a small basket eight. Uh, I think opening night, and then the one that I end up shooting. Yeah. So, I mean, you were talking. Sorry, I'm going to go back. I've been not paying attention because I've been worried about this audio. But the um, I wanted to say something. You guys, like Gary was talking about, like strategically going into places now instead of not really having to scout too much right mm -hmm. now. And that's why I've, I have like two particular hubs that I know of a deer that lives in this area and he, I kind of have a heart set on him for the most part, you know, as far as deer I have on public land. And that's why I haven't really kind of just waiting because we've had these south winds and it, that south is dead wrong for where I need to go. So I've just been sitting back waiting for this weekend for it to turn north. And, uh, but if you guys like if a guy just walking around aimlessly trying to find something, you wouldn't, he screwed it up yeah. before he even had a shot at yeah. Right. And who knows, someone could have already done that. Right, right. But that's something else. Uh, at least in the area, me and Gary hunt a lot. People everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. Like, where are these people coming from? Yeah. That's crazy. Two different YouTubers. This Is, is this the first the year that you guys had seen that amount of people in there? Oh, yeah. Yeah, much less YouTubers in that area. Yeah. Mr. Beast was in there, wasn't he? Yeah, Logan Paul, yeah, Mr. Beast, mm -hmm. unspeakable. 
yeah. Um, yeah, so you're noticing more pressure. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it, other than those, though, the opening day was a lot of cars, but mm-hmm. it definitely chilled out yeah. during the week here. Well, sure. Yeah. But opening day was on a Sunday this year, so everybody could get out. It was a lot yeah. of cars. And, yeah. More than I've ever seen, but that's which good. Is, which is weird. Like, uh, you'd think that would relate to less deer sighting, but didn't this year. They're moving. I mean, and if you want to talk, like, I shot that year, what, 610-ish? Yeah. This is about the same time Gary pulled the, you know, yeah. pulled on his. That's that's well, you know, that's early. Hour. I, mean, I drove two hours yeah, before. Two hours yeah. before. 30-minute drive to where you were at. And um, we start tracking daylight. Yeah. I mean, that's how early you shot it. And so it's not like it's like last light, you know. Yeah. The deer was there before I even had my second I stood in my stand, he walked out. Yeah. So they're moving. Yeah, that's true. Mornings, they're moving good in the mornings. Mm-hmm. It's nice and cool. 50, mid-50s in the mornings. Yeah, in the late. Yeah. In the late. Yeah. We had an 80 yeah. degrees, or a 80 degree, 30 degree swing yeah. temperatures yeah. from morning to evening. Mm-hmm. More than that. Which some boys. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah the, the dew are, is actually dripping off of the trees it's, every morning. Yeah. It's so it's loud in the morning. Yeah. Yeah. So loud. Yeah. And the leaves are much quieter, too. Yes. There's a lot of leaves actually already dropping. A truck guy come all over yeah, yeah, for three yeah, hours yeah. and the truck's covered with leaves. So, yeah. Yep. It's going to change a lot in the next few weeks. Be, oh, yeah. Huge. Uh, the crops are coming off. Yeah, they're crazy. Them. Yeah. Man, there yeah. was a combine that came down the roads. His wife or whoever was out in front pulling, uh, pulling the, the, the cutter. And she's she's waving at me, and, and I rolled stop. I rolled up, and I she's like, "Hey, we have a big combine coming down the road." Now I have we have big combines, pals. This big combine took the whole road, Jeez. the whole road, like holy yeah. cow! Just the wheels itself, the whole th- yeah, yeah. It took the whole road from yellow line to yellow line, or white line, or whatever, white line to white line. It yeah. was uh, I was kind of glad so you do off. I, I already. And pulled off to the wow. side and just let I couldn't see him with all the hills and stuff and the curves. But uh I was pretty impressed. I, I would like to roll that around for a day or something. Those <laughs> things are unbelievable. Like, yeah. yeah. When I started out this week driving, sorry, go ahead. No, I, I, I wouldn't want to say when I started out this week driving in the hills, I was going like 10 miles an hour by the end of it. Now I'm going like 40. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. the roads are really no. narrow here, no they shoulders. Are, yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. I just feel like my mirror's gonna hit somebody else's mirror. Yeah. I hit something the other morning with my with my mirror. I don't know if something hit me or what it was. All I heard was just a crack. I'm like, I think that was. It wasn't a monster or anything. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah. Some of those hills with with gravel they get pretty steep. It just gets me a little bit white knuckle. It's full sides drop off. And it makes it so much worse when you go like this and look down. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah we were in that one spot. It was kind of like, wow. But, yeah. Global price of the biggest buck, it sounds like. He was, yeah, nice saw one. a pretty good one. Yep. He was, what was that, uh, Tuesday morning? Tuesday morning. Yeah. Yeah, because uh, Gary shot his to Tuesday night. Yeah, yeah, because I went back in there this morning. 
But um, yeah, that was really weird. It was one of those mornings where he got in there. And, I mean, it was, it was just stone quiet. And then all of a sudden this swarm of blackbirds came in and it was literally, it was deafening. That's all I can say. It was annoying, deafening, but kind of neat at the same time, you know, and then uh, they had just moved off and I'm like, wow, is that loud? And then I could hear, I turn and look and I'm like, oh crap. I'm like there's a deer right there. So I, uh, and I, I looked again, I'm like, holy crap. I'm like, that's a good one. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I got ready and it just, just didn't feel good. It was 35 yards and there was some crap in my way I could see. And I just felt like there was more there before. Cause I had hunted there the night before. I'm like, gosh, I just, I thought there was some more there. And then um, about a half hour. So this is 745 and I had, I mean, I could have shot him if it was 45 in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, at night. Yeah. I don't think you can yeah. see it. Yeah. 745. Yeah. Can you? That's a, just before legal. Seven forty-five. Okay. Yeah. But um, anyway, yeah, I, I remember seeing something over there the day before and uh, about a half hour later, as the sun started. And then it had like the lower corner of it, all the leaves had fallen off of it. And I'm like, that's, I remember there was something over there. And so I felt better about not taking the shot, but it was, it was quick. And to watch something like that walk away that it hurts. You just want to do over, you know, like if those birds aren't there, I've got, there's two openings he had to have walked through prior to that where he was. Yeah. It wasn't bad where he was. If he would have been just a little bit farther or a little bit closer, I would have been fine. But right where he was, was, was just crap there. But um, just knowing that he walked through those two other openings and I'm like, Ugh. here you go. <laughs> if you had a heavier arrow, you could have done it. <laughs> yeah. Sure. I did. Just send it. Hey, I'm doing a little bit of ranch fairy stuff. I'm yeah, serpenting broadheads. What was shooting the razor heads? Yeah. Razor, razor heads. They get like 10 hours <laughs> into sharpening yeah. them. Yeah. So that's interesting. I mean, if anybody's into that kind of thing, it's. Well, yeah, there's a lot of all kinds of people into the heavy. Yeah. Head I think well, they'll, tell you, they'll tell oh, you about it. Too. Yeah. yeah. My, my, my setup in <laughs> itself is not. So what was that? I was talking about you. No. Sure, 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 sure. Is this a commercial break now? <laughs> it was weird that we never mentioned your arrows or anything set up. Yeah, but everybody seemed to know them. Know it. Yeah. Not even knowing me. Or my bow. I will give credit whoever mentioned left-handed. So somebody was savvy enough to see my release on my left hand. Oh. Whoever that was. Props. You know, Kudos. you're kind of like me with the details. Yeah. Right? <laughs> so no, now while it's on subject, uh, how heavy of a green broadhead are you shooting i don't know if i can reveal that yeah <laughs> I there's a lot to. 125 grains well, yeah, it should have been heavier you know yeah i'm gonna what i'm gonna do <laughs> yeah. at, at work i'm gonna melt some lead i'm just gonna dip my broadhead in it let it cool and have him sharpen it and he's gonna sharpen it for 12 hours yeah. <laughs> wouldn't want to be the next year actually you know the deer doesn't die from the uh, lead poisoning, poison. exactly. Yeah. You know, it would be really tough. Can't shoot it in the marsh. Yeah. <laughs> Next year, Zane comes back with a heavier 
out of his. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> Next year, he's shooting single. It'd level. be so heavy that it's like the deer can't run away with the arrow. And I gotta shoot like a. I'm gonna shoot it like a mortar. <laughs> I don't think any of us shoot a, a heavy. heavy setup. No. I mean, I was 353. I'm 453 went, now, only because I have a 200 grade broadhead on there. You were light, super light. Yeah, super stiff spine, and uh, it gets it done. But um, as soon as I saw that broadhead, I've been looking for something like that for a couple years, and that's when just to sharpen for ten hours. Not that. Oh. That's more of a a passion. <laughs> that's therapeutic. Yeah. Oh, you want to sharpen mine? No. Oh, it is a cool look. They can charge you for but, therapy uh, then. And it's it does make yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> I could charge you for therapy. No, it's therapeutic yeah. for you, so I got to charge you. I uh, I didn't know how much was to that, and I obviously do know, but um, so I, I mean I respect everybody that that does that or takes the time to do that. But uh, there's some people that are really good at it. And uh, Razor was, uh, David Razor, he was nice enough to reach out to me and be like, hey, here's a couple, you know, tips, tips hints, Probably, tips. Yeah. yeah. So, um, it, and that was very helpful. And that's what I did with the last one. That one is, is pretty sharp. I don't know if it planes out like the other ones, but uh, I haven't shot any of them now since I Shall sharpened them. But uh, I'm sure my plan is to probably dull those up this year, use those for practice, and get three new ones or get three new ones and use those for practice and keep the super sharp ones. But uh, I didn't realize what a difference that would take until you start watching, like, all the stuff that, like, Hunting Public and the Ranch Ferry and all those guys are, are doing. And um, that is imp – it's impressive. I, you know, when they talk about splitting atoms. What does it do? Sharpening. Just sharpening, yeah. Oh, I, thought like I mean, even just a simple paper test, you know, over a standard broadhead, it's like it buckles over. But once you oh, don't, don't spill my never forgotten <laughs> Oso beer, um, once you uh, once you sharpen those things up like they do, and you take that piece of paper and it just it's like oh wow, and then you just you know you. Hit it and it just shaves like they do. I don't shave myself. I know it's sharp. It's it's nasty. <laughs> Good thing when, you said that. Yeah. <laughs> this, is a, this is a family show. Yeah. There's some guys that'll shave their arms yeah. and stuff okay, with them. Oh yeah, it's pretty again. sharp. But um, no, it's I'm happy. It's cool, you. and I I geek out. I geek out on that stuff. So yeah. 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 So anyways, this deer walks in, walks out of your life. Mm -hmm. And you never shot your extra super sharp, shave your hair tight. No. You think that they could just cut right through the bushes to get to it. I wasn't willing to try that. Oh. <laughs> Ranch fairy might have. So what did you do next? Disappointed. What was your next move after 745? I sat there. Well, I, I think I sat pretty late that day. And, uh, no, no, I didn't. I sat till about nine o'clock because I, I wanted to get down, move farther up that drainage, and uh, I think then I was five six high. I mean, and you had to wow. be fairly close to where he was wanting to bed, right? Yeah, seven forty-five. Yeah, yeah. And I, I watched where he went. I wish I would have watched more. I mean, I typically have my binocs and my rangefinder right here, but I sat there the night before, 
And so I was like, well, I've got everything range found, you know, I, I should be fine. But hindsight 2020, I wish I would have had my binoculars. I would have got a much better look at them. Uh, got some detail camera, on right? I turned the camera on. Wow. I didn't even show you guys that footage, but all you can see is just, I mean, and it's dark. It's dark. So it might have been good you didn't have the binos. You might have been a little more sad than you were. <laughs> I've been thrown up in my stand. Yeah. True. <laughs> but oh uh, <laughs> yeah, so I got down, I reset up, and I got out of there just in time. Actually, I was as I was getting out of there, I heard a deer blow to the east of me, and I'm like, I need to get out of here because the thermals were starting to rise and it was taking mm-hmm. it was taking my milkweed up them drainages. I just need to get out of there. So um, yeah. Then I set up, went back. I actually hunted that the next night. Or is it because he's being an undeserved? Uh, I don't know that I saw anything that night. <clears throat> so it would have been the night Gary shot? No? Yes. Talking? Yeah. Yep. So I don't think I saw anything last night. I didn't. I saw turkeys. That's all I saw that night. I sure didn't see anything. Yeah, I didn't. Then this morning, that wind switched just enough that, and I'm just theorizing. So at eight o'clock, is that therapeutic? No, theorizing. No. So at eight o'clock, I saw him at seven forty-five. At eight o'clock, and it switched from us like a northeast to a southeast. And all I could think of in my mind, and maybe I'm way off, is that he changed his approach to betting, and he came in from like the top since the wind had changed because I could hear him blowing up there. I could hear a deer blowing up there like a couple hundred yards from me. And I'm like, yeah. and I was just kind of sick at that point. I'm like, sure enough, you know, like I, and I thought about that a little bit. I'm like, I wonder if I need to, you know, hunt closer to the top in the morning, but I just felt like I would have been botching it. I'm like, he came through here the night before or the morning before, I just felt like I was in a good spot, but then uh, I had one come up behind me as I was tearing down. I was going to give Gary a hand this morning, um, finish tracking, trying to get permission or whatnot. And uh, as I was tearing down, I had one come right up behind me and then spooked and turned around and gone. That's why he keeps falling. He keeps banging the table. Oh, <laughs> don't be so aggressive. What are your thoughts about sitting all the way up top? I like sitting up top. In the morning. I was thinking about sitting up top tomorrow morning. Okay. Yep. I've got uh, a spot with this wind. Now what I've found is, and I run cameras primarily for historical data. Um, what what uh, this camera I'm talking about uh, is right where we were hunting. It's up on that point. You know where that was. And um, so what happens in the morning is those bucks – if I've got like a west wind, those bucks will come up and they'll kind of they'll kind of cut that saddle and then cut that point and dive down in and bed on the west side of basically where I was. Uh, and I just was thinking I would be up there tomorrow morning waiting for him. I'd have that I'd have that southwest wind. I just set up on the north side of that the northern side of that ridge. Yeah, because then you can play wind until thermals come into effect, Correct. and then it's still in your favor. Correct. So I feel like I'd be sitting pretty good tomorrow morning. The problem I, is, is that you still got the first half hour, 45 minutes of thermals. That yeah, you're really right. You're on. right. It comes so down you to kinda, when trouble. that buck is coming. In. You got to have some rest. But they but would see, be. I, that's yeah. why I kind of like being 
if I set on the tree, but a third of the way down, so that you're it would drop wind would drop pull it over the top of the hill is what I'm trying to say. And then your thermals would, you know, right away in the morning would drop below that third. Yeah. That's just me. My window my window be pushing it back plus the thermal. When my thermal drops, it'll be I'll be on the northern side of the hill. So the slope will be I'll be on the downward side of that slope. So I'll have the the thermals working for me. So it should so be situational. Okay. Every yeah. buck is what you got, Ninja. Entering their bedding, bedding area. Different. Be sure to check out the vlog to see what happens. Yep. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so, Josh, you went for a little hike this evening. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I've hunted this area a lot. There's a, there's every now and again there's a big big deer in this area, but it's a three mile walk back there. Mm-hmm. So I like it's a haul. Yeah. We did it this spring and. Erickson back there. I did it last yeah. year. Yeah. It's a it's a spot that I'll hunt if I have people here with me to like help get sure. it out because I mm. couldn't do it by myself. I, yeah. like. I think um, you could. Well, I mean, I have to make a couple trips. I was thinking about uh, on the way in about I, I put my tracker on so I could send it to someone, first of all. And second of all, I'm like, I'm just going to stay in here by killing because there's no way I'm walking out oh, and then back yeah, in yeah. and back out again. <laughs> right, right, I mean, yeah. I'd had like 12 miles. Yeah. And they're hard miles too, you know. Yeah. The whole walk is hard, dude. That's what's bad mm-hmm. about it. it is yeah. Up, down, yeah. side hilling a lot down, too side to get yeah. around some private. It's horrible. Yeah. It's horrible. Um, I went back in there and I had a camera back in there, and I got to the camera, checked it. There had been two people in there. It looked like they come off private because one of them had a dog and he was kind of an older guy just taking a walk. And there's another guy in there. There's people in there turkey hunting too, but that was a long time ago. That probably didn't matter. And not a single shooter. There was a little eight pointer that may have scored 100 inches. Oh, um, definitely not worth shooting back there. No. So I ended up. I uh, I went and checked the area where I knew the buck bed was, uh, where I was going to set up. No, no good sign. And I just like, okay, I'm not setting up back here. I'm just going to start making my way back to the truck. And I just kind of scouted my way back to the truck, and I never found anything. Mm-hmm. I, ch- I checked it. Another camera. Again, there was there were people in on that camera too. So I don't I don't know if there's there's no other way of getting in there. I don't know if people are just right. It is off of a very popular hiking trail. Is that that hub? That uh, that the spot yeah. that you checked your camera? Oh um, yeah, in the very yeah. back. It's yeah, in, yeah. You know where that that big ten pointer that we had on camera in there last year that yeah. was in yep. there right for you? Yep. On that where that ridge is, if you would go to the north, it'd be down that hub. Oh, okay, but I was okay. all the way back. I was I was thinking you checked the the hub in between parking. It would be like a mile and a half out. Yeah, I did. I have a camera in there. Yeah, too. yep, that's what I was wondering. Not a single buck on that camera. Really? Yep. Oh, there who, was really who good had the guy with the dirt? Year. Was that you? Had the guy with the dirt bike? No, that no. was uh, that was Eric. Yeah. You? Yeah. Yep. That's how they're getting back there on public land. <laughs> yeah, guy riding a dirt bike around. Mm-hmm. See a lot of stuff over here. Yeah, and it's really yeah. really odd this year. I, I checked I, I had a spot last year that I ran some cameras in and it's it's kind of a pain to get down into it's a huge hill and you literally you're dropping straight down into this um, hub and uh, this year I, I put some cameras on there because I had a really good one in there last year and when I went to go check those cameras two out of three cameras somebody else had hung a camera 
either pointing my camera yeah. or on the same tree as my yeah, camera. Yeah, on the same tree. What are the chances? <laughs> and then, other than Sorry. The acres are all here. <laughs> and then the guy peeing in your scrape. Yeah, you peed, the guy peed in my scrape. <laughs> well, someone freshened up one of uh, yeah, dog awesome. scrapes. With a red and everything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he had a bottle of something. That's ordered. a mock scrape I built. Oh, sorry about that. That definitely wasn't good audio. That's a mock <laughs> scrape I built two years ago, and then that guy who he's in there. Hey, grab the mic. Yeah, <laughs> got like a contract. Uh, but uh, there's some good deer on that. We'll have to make you some mulch for, for sure. Table. Yeah, I know, right? It's a spring project for me and Eric. Yeah, yeah. burn another shed. Anyway, yeah. In fact, uh, yeah, there was a deer on there that we actually, on another camera, I got a picture of a guy that had the shed to one of the deer. Yeah, we got on, on camera. that camera. Yeah. Yeah, as long as he didn't kill it. We know it's a lot. I know, but it's, you know that shed was close. Yeah. Yeah, and then... I um, probably should have walked the ridge when I, when I an, did that. Another area that uh, I had scouted, Josh and I scouted this spring where we actually found... Actually, this is where I shot the buck. Um, go ahead, Gary. Keep going. We... Uh, I went to go, go towards that area, and there was somebody camping. Yeah. And uh, it was a YouTuber with his son, his 13-year-old son, and uh, he had planned on hunting back in there. And I actually did see the guy's camera, so I'm um, so after I heard that, after we talked, he, he said that he was in there with his 13-year-old son. I said I respected that, and I stayed out of there. Yeah. Um, I mean, there's no use on all of us in there. There's plenty of, plenty of country. Right. I got plenty of backup spots, but it was pretty cool to see that he's trying to get his kid first year or so. Right. Yep. Okay. Yeah, you want to try that? Gary's a... Uh, Gary we'll this mic figured out here, yeah. yeah. We got contractor Eric. Can I do that, or is that going to yeah, damage that? Um, yeah. What else could we talk about? Thinking global. <laughs> <laughs> well, I could talk about the deer. That well, you got the your mic is not working very well. I'll say uh, there's a lot of spiders in Indiana. Oh. Some big ones too. <laughs> Don't go to Kentucky. I I like the north. Yeah. Um, sure. What else? What was another thing you wanted to talk about? What else did you want to talk about? The no complaining rule. No, I was just going to say, we we take team to spot tonight. Nobody cares. Soft, For people on YouTube, you read that. Yeah. Once you're yeah. in that spot. Yeah. Not there we go. That feels tight. Yeah. There we go. Now we might now have you're cooking with Crisco. So anyways. Um, go for it. <clears throat> so that spot that... Um, Can I borrow that book? Actually? <laughs> There you go. <laughs> go ahead, Gary. Uh, the spot that I ended up uh, going into where I shot that buck is where that um, that guy and his son were hunting. And uh, they sent me a message Wednesday morning, I believe, saying they weren't going to hunt in there. Was it, no, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Tuesday morning that they weren't going to hunt in there. They going to hunt a different spot. And if I wanted to get in there, go ahead. And... Uh, 
it had a good wind. It was like a, a southeast wind, and it was perfect for that drainage. And I got in there. I walked that creek bottom up um, just north of uh, a clear cut where the bedding usually is and uh, checked the camera. There had been a real good buck in there Saturday, the day before opener. But then Sunday, somebody had walked through uh, for hunting in the morning and in the evening. So after that, there was no more deer on there. But in all reality, there wasn't a whole lot of bucks on that camera. Yeah, we, we struggled in that area finding bucks like we had last year. We had a lot of bucks in there last year. Yeah. So then I ended up uh, working out towards the, the actual sea hub part of it where I had a camera. We're uh, using that drainage and um, climbing over logs and whatever, snakes and yeah. uh, all kinds of stuff. But uh, I get up in there and the camera died August 9th. And there just wasn't anything on it. So I'm like, and I did not see any sign. I didn't, wasn't confident in it. So I'm like, screw it. I turned around, went all the way back down. Uh, jumped out of that drainage and then got up to where like uh, a minor drainage met the, the, the main drainage and uh, got set up only two sticks high and a, a big white oak. Uh, you could just hear the nuts falling. It was uh, not that they were really working that area for feed. Uh, wasn't a lot of caps or anything, but I just felt good because of the terrain. And that's the thing about Indiana is you got to trust that terrain mm -hmm. and trust your scouting. That's one thing that you kept saying over and over our first year, you got to trust the terrain. And uh, I'm sitting there, and about 6 o'clock, I had a doe come out of that bedding. She came down, uh, jumped into that drainage and crossed it. And I was like, well, so I turned on the GoPro, and I'm like, yeah, I just had a whispering. I just had a doe come out. And. So then I look up that minor drainage and here comes the buck and I could see it like probably a hundred yards away. And I knew right away he was a shooter. Um, and I waited, he came around, uh, started making his, he was coming straight towards me, started making his turn and it was getting to the point where I had to make the shot. Number one, he was going to start getting in some thicker stuff where I couldn't get the shot anymore. Number two is he's going to be out of frame. Yeah. So, uh, I felt pretty good about the shot. I took the, they squeezed off and uh, I saw where like he ran and then he stopped. He crossed the drainage and stopped. And then I turned the camera on him yep. and uh, it looked like he had a leg that was just not right. And he was like hunched up. So I actually thought that it was uh, like uh, a gut shot or something. But uh, the way he acted and then I don't know. He just kind of walked away. So I kind of waited for a little bit and got down, tried finding my arrow and uh, couldn't find that. So I thought, well, I'm just going to take down and I'm going to walk out and I have to walk past where that buckhead ran through. And then I found a big puddle of blood, which yeah. was, I thought was a good sign, but I wanted to see what the, what the camera said. Came back, reviewed the footage. We all felt confident about the shot. It looked great on film. Um, went in there and had plenty of blood, tracked it for quite a ways, and it got into some private, so we had to stop. Yeah, I heard just to go on to some people said we were hunting too close to private line. We we track a thing for six tenths of a mile. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah that, that wasn't the problem. Yeah, we I've been a lot closer than that. Yeah, we were um, very far from private. 
You know, you can't sit and worry about, you know, always how far is that deer going to travel. I yeah. mean, if you're right on the private line. Yeah, if I you're looking into it. the private. That's yeah, yeah that, that's a whole different but... ball game. But in Wisconsin, by us, if that's really your concern, you might as well not hunt anywhere. Cause yeah. Yeah. It's small pieces of property. Right, right, right. So, um, but then, uh, yeah, got the whole crew yeah. together and we tracked it until we hit that private line. And at that point it was, yeah, stop. It's like the blood trail didn't change the whole time. It was, no, just, yeah, yeah, it was, it was just walking. It was good blood at the beginning yeah, and it was, blood. you could follow it easy, but it never really picked. He coughed up some He never laid down. Yep. He never laid yeah, down. It was just like, just like, one just point, like there was some bubbles in yeah. the dark, so I definitely feel it's a one lung. But mm-hmm. you know what? Deer live through one lung. The other thing, the other thing that surprised me was that giant log that he crossed. Yeah, how the heck? If you shoot him that? in the shoulder, um, or leg, or whatever it was, how did he get over that? I log? Guess and that it, doesn't it, surprise me at all. That's. But the other thing that was surprising was that one little drop, little blood, just a tiny little drop, little blood. On the log, right? Yeah. It surprises me because typically, typically that buck's gonna find a way to own that. He knows that area yeah, already. Yeah, but he know? got into it. It was pretty much a mess where he was going. Actually, we thought he was going to die. Great, right? Yeah, he he, he just never did. We, we went to like yeah. four or five of those places where I'm like, okay, I turned the camera on, thinking, oh, we're gonna find him here, uh-huh. and then we just he just go through it, and yeah, I and like I, we we ran through our minds, are we pushing this deer? But like mm-hmm. he never bedded down, and this was hours after this he shot. Really yeah, two, two and a half hours. So never like picked up the only place that he really <laughs> tore up the ground was going downhill in that one yeah. spot. Mm-hmm. You you could follow his track. And we finally got to well, we just tell people like we got to the private. There's a private field like a, what was ryegrass or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And he went into that field. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it, you know, it, it was posted. On, I posted on Facebook and stuff, and. um I did go to the guy's house and I knocked on the door. It's a very small place. It's not very up kept. Yeah. I don't want it's to try house, to. Yeah. yeah, it's a really rough house in a really rough area, remote. Um, it's definitely not a place you'd want to knock on a door um, to be asking to go on your land. Uh, but I honestly, I don't. I think the person was home, but just is not the type of person who wants to talk to people. Like, yeah, oh, you're a salesman. Right. Clean cut image. Yeah, <laughs> right. Want to buy a timeshare? Um, the vehicles were there. I don't know. You know, some probably don't run, but the one that looked like the main vehicle was there, and it's just there's a lot of stuff in that. You should have taken the Honda. Yeah. um one thing you know a lot of people were commenting just go in there and get it and ask for forgiveness i can't do that we can't do that somebody would get a picture of us on a trail camera or um anything just imagine the repercussions being in you know limelight here Getting to be a little too well known to just, yeah. All it takes is one person to say, "Well, he trespassed or something," you know. And And I get their like moral dilemma with it for sure, but right. And then you made something I never thought about. You made the comment of like, "Yeah, you're gonna break the law for a deer." Like, right? I never thought that way. You are breaking the law. 
whether it's a stupid law or a good law, I don't know, you know. But well, if, if I if I had bought land, maybe you worked your whole life to buy some land to hunt. Yeah. And you know, a couple of schmucks just I would let someone go. I would just want to know their you know, yeah. know what's going on. I would on. even go to hell. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, so yeah. I it's not like that, but I would be frustrated if someone just brought the cavalry onto my property. Yeah, and, five guys and so, well, well Oh, sorry. No, I'm just saying it's the right yeah. thing to do. But I, I get it. It's a struggle. Now, here's the real question. You see the buck dead. He's 10 yards past the property line. What do you do? Want me to be honest? <laughs> I drag it back across. I'm probably getting hit, but. I'm sending Josh in there to grab it. So that way, if he gets caught, I just still got it. That I, never I really has happened to me or anyone I know, but that I would be a real tough one. Or I yeah. grab a rope like a cowboy and. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A fishing yeah. rod. Yeah. yeah. The, the law that I like the best, and, the, and I was like this, is if you have to yeah. go across the line, you can follow. I think that's we had that. You we just can't that. take your because we had to do that for mine yeah. last year. You just can't take your you can't take a weapon with weapon. you. It's a great law. Yeah, yeah. I think every state should adopt that. Even if they took it a little further and said you just have to notify, like a warden line, just call. Yeah, leave mm -hmm. a message saying this is yeah, this what is we're doing. This is cool. so they know who you are, so they can talk to you. That'd yeah. be fine. Yeah, yeah. Text yeah. a picture of the blood or something. Yeah, yeah. Prove it. People sure. abuse it. That's the problem, though. Yeah, yeah. Are gonna be like, you know, somebody oh, will go in there during deer season, uh, and, catch up. And, you know, with no weapons, and push somebody's piece of yeah, property, but, saying they're looking we, for a, we a deer. It's a big piece of land that we were going on to, you know, mm -hmm. with the deer. Yeah, and it was like we, I don't know if someone leases that and gets on trail camera and then presses charges and all sorts right. like crap. Right. Yeah. I don't know. Like I said, I want to do what's legal. Yeah. You know, the other thing, too, I noticed on the YouTube is the, the, the cross-bowl, vertical bowl debate. Uh, everybody who watches this already knows I've got an issue with my elbow head surgeries. So yeah. I'm going to have to have replacement. But that being said, really hunt your hunt. Yeah. If you want to use crossbow, use crossbow. If you want to use... A recurve, use a recurve, but quit telling other people what to use and what not to use. It's, that's just saying something about your own character that you're mad about somebody else doing better than you because it's their weapon choice. Or I'm not quite certain why anybody would care what anybody else is using. Is it an unfair advantage? Well, you could use the same weapon, right? Um, so I really wish people would just hunt or hunt. Dan always says that and I really appreciate when he says it. Like, hunt your hunt, don't worry about other people. Mm -hmm. If they want to use bait, let them use bait. They want to, it's legal. Yeah, right. Uh, if they want to use crossbows, then fine. If, I mean, it just, it's really, it gets, it gets old. Yes, I do have a medical condition, but I don't care. Like, if I wanted to use one, I'll use it. Well, it's that or you don't hunt, right? For me, yes. Yeah. Yes. Well, full, I have a crossbow that I'll use late season, so you can rag on me. I have no, shot one buck with it. No. <laughs> what size broadhead do you got on the crossbow? Yeah. I think oh, it's like a 580,000 grain. <laughs> it's, actually a, it's actually a Cobra helicopter. Yeah. <laughs> Spectre gunship, I got him. But who really cares? It's legal, it's legal. Yeah. yeah. But, don't I mean, worry about other people. What they're 
I've seen people spend so much time and energy on Facebook just bashing crossbows. Well, like, it's like, that. really, if you use yeah. that time to go out scouting, you could do better. Get on Onyx and find some right? hubs while you're in state. Yeah, I got right. a solution. Get off of Facebook. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I think Eric's approach. <laughs> right. Eric has no idea what we're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Eric's still on MySpace. <laughs> He's got a fun phone too, and AOL, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. dial up, dial up, right? What? <laughs> yeah, that's just my two cents, anyways. That was good, huh? good footage too. Again. Props to you guys for you're gonna get a filming. It's a team team at, thing. You at, taught us a lot. At, and, at yeah. first, whenever yeah. I get your guys' stuff, I'm like, oh. Nothing here, but now, now, now you guys are getting good. Yeah, <laughs> you've given yeah. us a lot of pointers, so it's the, but it's the, yeah, it, this was a good week and a rough week all at the same yeah. time, mm-hmm. right? But it was a good week all around, yeah, it's just sure. a, a lot of highs and lows, yeah, yeah. It's kind of too bad it was cut a day short due to weather, yeah. It's supposed could to rain we, all day tomorrow, yeah. So. Could, could we be? Really tough about it. Be a man and go out in the rain all day. Sure, we could. No, no, not with all my camera equipment. Yeah. Well, that's 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 <laughs> the other issue. That's a lot of money. Yeah, so, right, right. You wouldn't be bringing um, the camera gear. And I really don't want to shoot anything unless I can get on film. That's kind of my goal. Will I? Will I pass on a really big buck because I don't have the camera rolling? No, I'm still a hunter. Yeah, right. For most, but I really like to get on camera. So I got that GoPro on the that thing and at least i have something it is yeah. it's just a hoot it's a whole different ball game with the camera it's frustrating right eric mm-hmm. <laughs> but when it all yes. comes to get it right brad yeah when it all comes together though it's it's a fantastic feeling it's definitely you, cool to be able to rewatch it yeah you can relive it it like, is um at a different level you can always relive it in your head but it's kind of yeah. oh yeah and if you have children that's the main reason i do it yeah josh. memories it's not just for josh yeah yeah <laughs> And looking at the shot. Yeah, that was real helpful this week. Even I, though on my we did, camcorder, did, it looked it money. Well. It looked money, but uh, it is nice to be able to study, analyze something. Over yeah. Well, you know, and there's people that do watch the show that might learn something from it, too. So, that, I mean, you, we probably help somebody, even though we kind of screwed up our shots. Um, oh. Hopefully somebody else sees and says, okay, well note to self right to do this a little different or something yeah i'll promise you they'll make that shot at some point too though yeah you know everybody does this everybody would make the same shot as me that i know that are hardcore hunters but um they probably would have did a better job following through (laughs) yeah you know what i mean so well like this is like in the video and what we talked about here it's like such a minute part of like the things we talked about and we think about while we're doing we're tracking the deer when we're shooting yeah. the deer all that stuff it's like it is it is um it's hard whenever you put things on youtube to listen to people tell you what happened or how it should have happened it's like well you weren't, you weren't yeah, there right mm-hmm. yeah we know right. that we thought about all this you right. know we, we talked about it how many hundreds we talked about hundreds. Going, we talked about going in and just yeah. keep going and it's like uh how many hundreds of hours we have scouting and how many miles and i mean in a good weekend we'll put on 30 miles yeah of scouting i had six and miles on here, the first day yeah and i mm-hmm. was here i think two or three weekends this spring this summer yeah um plus my prior years of intel cameras that i run i mean yeah 
we have so much time into it when we finally do the hunt. It's actually the smallest part of the, the whole adventure. Oh, absolutely. Right. This is my fourth year coming out here. Still eating tag soup. Well, I might be back, but that's the best opportunity I've had. Yeah. Well, I'd yeah be, me to me, I had been foolish not to take it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a, and that was a good deer. You know, and people think they can just come to Indiana and just shoot big bucks in the hills. I mean, I, we know a few people that are learning it's not like that. Yeah. Well, if you like seeing deer, it's tough. Yeah. yeah. If, you're, if you're from an area that you regularly yeah. see five, ten deer, at home, <laughs> don't come to you. You ain't gonna see that here. You'll yeah. see five, ten deer in the at hills least. here, anyways. Yeah. I don't know what the, the northern part is like. I'm just saying, this isn't a target-rich environment by any means. No. No. You're not going to see 20 deer in a sit here. No. You're not going to see 20 deer in a week here, bro. No. 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 I bet you between all of us, we maybe saw 20 deer. Maybe. I mean, I saw one deer. I've seen one deer this season so far. I saw five, four days. And that's me. I I hunted well tonight. I tried to hunt public, but I I saw the rest of the time. Mm -hmm. I'm the it's first day. It's not just public. It's everywhere in all of deer. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I probably, I probably saw ten deer. I saw five the first day. Yeah, probably both the, the same. first night. Yeah. No, the first morning. First morning, I saw yeah. five deer. Did I see? Deer? No, I didn't see anything. And then I saw, morning. I saw that buck. Yeah, so I saw six, six deer alone on opening day, which is the most I've ever seen. Yeah. Usually, that's I see a good that. Day. That's a good that day. I usually don't even see that in a week. Yeah. Saw a raccoon. Yeah, I saw lots of them. There's a lot of squirrels, I'll say that. Oh, gosh, we're all yeah. tonight. There must have been hundreds of them. The squirrel hunting uh, community is not real strong. I saw a guy hunt them. He had three. You guys need it. <laughs> Some squirrel hunters. No, they can. It's fine. Yeah. We, <laughs> we dealt with them. Enough of those. They got bodies. They got and We dealt with them enough. Yeah. Or traps or something. Yeah. Well, I have a trail cam picture of a bobcat catching a squirrel. Yeah, that'll fit him out. It's kind of funny. <laughs> uh, deer out too, though. Back in mm-hmm. Wisconsin, where I'm from, we don't see hardly any bobcats ever. That's a very yeah. big rarity wow. thing. So, or up north. Yeah, we're more along the lake central. But um, I got a picture of my first bobcat, and you know, I run a lot of cameras, and I posted that on on Facebook and man, I had people messaging me afraid for their pets. Oh really? Oh yeah. You should one guy is one like well, cat in the Triconi area. Yeah. Yeah. One guy, yeah, I had a few people message me asking where that camera was. Not like I'm gonna tell them it's my hunting area. Right. But uh I'm like don't worry about it. Your your animals are fine. So yeah for my chickens I bet. <laughs> right. He's got a chicken problem, I think. I got a predator problem, which is in turn the chicken's problem. Yeah, more than mine. <laughs> no, no, because it becomes your problem, and your kids get mad. Yes. Yeah, if there's any questions, let's get off here. I'm going home and bed. Yeah, I am dead. Four hours <laughs> the last two nights, not enough. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you've been struggling a little bit with your allergies. I hope too. the audio got better, buddy. Uh, I heard some people say it was good. That's good. Oh, they're asking Tim questions on here. I got confused for a minute there. Tim? Yeah. Tim. Tim. Tim, Tim we Tim love here. Tim. 
We were in his all his spots. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he aged him. That's where I shot that buck, by the way. There's one less you have to worry about. Eric, best boxer of all time. I'm gonna ask Joe Boxer. Oh, who do I think the best boxer of all time? Yeah. Probably Mike Tyson. Erica. He, he's a, I hear he's a gear biter. He is. Yeah. He's definitely the most intimidating one of all time. Can you imagine running into yeah. him in an alley or something? Dude, didn't he knock that guy out? The guy in the airplane? Yeah. Yeah. What an idiot. That's coming. That's insane. Well, he can say he got hit by Mike Tyson and lived. Yeah. Yeah, no thanks. (laughs) (laughs) Who's the big one? Oh, Tyson Fury. He's a big guy right now, right? Yeah. Well. No clue. Yeah, I mean. He's the. He's a, is he the heavyweight champion? Champion right Jake now? Jake Paul, for some reason, is one of the guys. Well, yeah, only attention, yeah, yeah. But, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Tyson Fury is heavyweight champion. Um, it used to be uh, the Klitschko's for a long time, actually. Yeah, yeah. Just figured I'd give a shout out to Jacob Skinner. He uh, released his video, his own video yeah, for Nebraska, that. and there's been that. a lot of compliments on it. Yeah, you said um, it was really good. Yeah, I got a chance to watch it. Yeah, it's real good. I mean, this is one he just released tonight. Oh, same, uh, an hour after we released the one with my mm-hmm. hunt. Yeah, um, been here a lot of good things on it, so check it out. Cool, check that out. very cool. A wild yeah. calling. Yeah, yep. Well, we're shot now at Bacon and Frog on YouTube. Oh yeah, my yeah. Sons. Go go over to Bacon and Frog on YouTube. <laughs> Will a Hit chicken eat that? Button. It's the hot new mini series. Will a chicken eat this? Your chickens, you're making them stars. Yep, uh, they will. They won't eat a cupcake. Believe it or not, they Chicken won't. Fall? Wouldn't touch it. <laughs> wow. You know, I used to have chickens, and usually they'll eat anything. Yeah. We threw fish guts in there. Eggs, eggs taste like fish. Then, oh really? Don't ever do it, unless you want fishy che- eggs. Cheese balls are on. The trick is good. not give them chicken feed, and then they eat a lot of anything. Oh, so you got to starve them yep. first. <laughs> yeah. Almost yeah. them. Do you know that chickens are the next closest thing uh, DNA to a Tyrannosaurus Rex? I, when you watch them, they just look like how yeah. a dinosaur would walk. Yeah. yeah. And they're not that bright. No, they're not. So it makes sense. But that was, I thought that was pretty interesting. They should get little arms for them. They'd make that. <laughs> yeah, I've seen that. They do uh, make it. That's funny. I know way too much about chickens. Yeah, yeah I can imagine. Yeah, like, uh, like, yeah, farming. Sorry. Big factory farms. Factory farming chickens. Uh, let's see here. What terrain features in deer sign would you focus early season to kill a deer, buck, or doe? I'll tell you one that I want, and I've tried it here, is ponds and stuff. Yeah, water doesn't seem I have I not had water. water. I've never killed deer over water. Yeah, it's like you would think it's so hot they'd be going to these little we also have like a lot of water around here. It's really dewy in the yeah, morning. Yeah, yeah. I just don't think it's a uh, probably a good white oak. You can find one. Yeah, white oaks or the jewelweed. The bottoms with the little grasses and stuff. A lot of those are mowed down, but you got to be on the hot one though. A lot mm-hmm. of them are already down. Um, the one I was on tonight. They bedding came areas, in just chomping on that. Bedding Sunday. points, and then just thick, thick areas like old um, clear cuts and. In- Know where the corn is because that's probably where they're going to end Huge. up. So know yeah. where they're going to end up, but don't hunt where they're going to 
Honestly, yeah. I, I feel that a lot of the big bucks are in the corn right now. You can't do nothing about that. You know? no. So you can't focus on that. You know? But terrain features, aside from you know crops and, and food source, yeah, the, um, bed, the bedding points. Yeah, cuts. bedding points on preferably steep. I was mm-hmm. I was focusing in on high steep east, so I would be on the east side of those hills because that was always it was just cooler in there. I mean, I told you twenty yeah, degrees cooler, having, but there's been east and all our winds. Mm-hmm. I wasn't worried were, about wind. I was just worried about sunset or oh. where the sun was because it was just cooler in those those with those hard thermals coming off of there, and it was just cool. A lot of canopy. See, I kind of. It feels me. I would have focused more on the west side because I feel those are going to be your betting site on the east winds. But that's just, I look at it a little different. I'll deal with the winds and the thermals on the west side if we have an east wind. We get on that leeward side. You can be pretty flexible with wind once yeah. those thermals start pulling. Everything's, yeah, those everything's thermals coming get down. strong this time yeah, of year. So you can, at, there's sometimes you can just throw that yeah. wind right out there. You must fill them. Today I had yeah. some wind. And the thermals were so strong, it was overcoming the wind. I was like, those those thermals can be like a 15-mile-an-hour wind. It's kind of like a vacuum. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep. But that's 90-degree days and then 30-degree drop. Yeah. Yeah. What uh, They want us to go around the table about your best uh, best whitetail state. Oh, best whitetail state. Is that we've hunted or just what in our imagination? Best overall for deer. What, Zink? Jeez, four deer. I was gonna go two kill a deer. I don't. I really don't know how to answer the question, but I'd go back. I mean, I really liked Iowa late yeah. season. I like a late. I like late season hunting the best. So. He's a crossbow. No, I actually would rather use my motor. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I'll use a crossbow. I don't care if it's legal. It's, but um, I don't know. I mean, I my home. I like Wisconsin the best because I know it the best. Yeah, right. I've, kill deer. I've hunted in Iowa, Minnesota, Indiana. I think that's it. And, uh, you like Iowa the best, probably. It was just I, I like the camaraderie. Like you know, at home it's kind of an alone game, you know. Yeah. And then you get out and do this. This is a lot of fun. But yeah. Iowa together with friends was, was a blast. Yeah. yeah. But it was tough. It was still a tough hunt though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What about you? There's no place like home. We've yeah. got a lot of good deer in Wisconsin. You know, it's fun. Cheap tags. Cheap tags. Yep. I, I can hunt it more more often. Um, this is always a good time coming down here. It's a great challenge. Uh, Iowa was a good time. Iowa was a really good time. I shot a pretty good one there and lost it. but So that hurts. But I shot a doe there too. But uh, never had a muzzleloader until you guys talked me into it. So. Just getting used to that and uh, having a lot of fun doing that. But, uh, yeah, there's no place like home. So I'd go Wisconsin. I'd go eastern Nebraska with 105 degrees. Yeah, yeah. right. <laughs> Dude, that was, that's what the <laughs> people were asking for. I'm making another Nebraska video for the beast and for our group. I don't even know why we would. It's pretty. Well, it's we entertaining. It's enter- <laughs> it was entertaining. You know, we met Aaron from Ohio. And he came into our camp. We had Rendell there with a lot of great laughs. I think it'd be more entertainment. Did we shoot anything? Maybe. No, we saw. I saw a deer every day there. 
Um, but yeah, I mean, those as far are- as the best place is going to be for me, Iowa. Yeah, because I like size. Size matters. Yeah, there's, so there's there seems to be more people who are um, letting the smaller ones go. People go to Iowa to shoot big ones, so not everybody's shooting those year and a half holes <coughs> like they do in Wisconsin. Not me. <laughs> you know? Yeah, you shoot a year and a half, but the rest of people. In your but, defense, uh, you thought there was a doe in the yeah. in the. It's such a small rack, and he thought it was a doe. But anyways, <laughs> your um, canary. Bass. I don't know. If that's making me look. Did that come out wrong? Two hundred. It's a doe, right? <laughs> we invite Dink not for his killing skills, but for his laughs. So, <laughs> no, you shot some real good ones. So. Yeah. I shouldn't be saying that. Got to keep it light. Yeah. yeah. But anyways, yeah, uh, I feel the potential to shoot a really giant one would be in Iowa. Um, and there's no no issue on seeing deer there. There's tons. Yeah. How about you, Eric? I'm going to stick with Wisconsin just because it's my home state. Um, I have noticed also after your video put out some comments. Um I don't remember where I saw them, if it was necessarily on before the echo or not, but everybody thinks Wisconsin is so easy. And you've been there a couple yeah, times now, yes. Josh. Yes, you have killed Jeez, in Wisconsin. But what would you say about our area? I mean, it's yeah, definitely guys, very high pressure. Dan thinks um, it's the dumbest thing ever for me to go up there and hunt yeah. there. Like, mm-hmm. It's not a good spot to be going on. Oh, I'm sure Rendell Eric is second guessing. Yeah, 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 Rendell yeah, came yeah. out there, hunted with yeah. us. He, he but I don't go up there to kill something. I go up there to just hang yeah, out. And that's exactly right, what right, Rendell yeah. said. He yeah. had such a good time. He, he, yeah. I said, if you want to come back next year, he's like, you know, I'm not there to kill the deer because we sure aren't doing that, but it's a good time. Yeah, I'm going to yeah. have to stick with Wisconsin, but in the back of my mind, I would really like to go back to yeah. Well, that's um, I'm not saying that it's high deer density, but that was my first taste ever of hill country. Um, and uh, hill country is rather new to me. Um, I've only been hunting hill country for three years now. Well, between Kentucky and being here two yeah. different times. So, not a lot, um, really, right, not a lot at all. So it's fun learning it. Um, I also, in Kentucky, I kind of like the culture. I like... Um, and your cousins and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just it's cool atmosphere. Uh, sorry for the people. It's that real Kentucky. Yeah. I like I like yeah. the banjos. I went to Fort Knox. I was in Kentucky. Yeah. I was born in Fort Knox. Nice. I like yeah. the banjos. Yeah. I just like kind of how I felt today trying to get like the country to living out there. Deer. The one yeah. thing I don't like are the timber rattlers. I almost stepped on one. Yeah. 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 I love Michigan. That's where I'd go. Really? <laughs> You're a liar. <laughs> I don't I don't know. There's a lot of good states. I mean yeah. Iowa would be if I was gonna tell you, but yeah. you gotta wait six years to go there now. How many people can see Iowa though? Yeah. Right. Everybody wants to shoot the big Ohio's boat, so. good. Yeah. I, I never hunted it. Ohio. I enjoyed Ohio. Um, probably the most bucks I've seen in a weekend is in Ohio, but hmm. that could be a rare occasion too. I've only been there once. Right. I don't have a yeah. lot, lot of uh, right. Never I may just hit it right, you know. Mm-hmm. It's all four shooters in two days. I don't know, but wow. you just hit it wrong. No, it was definitely right, but don't know if uh, you know. Could have been a uh, just the right time. And I, if I would have been there t- the two days before, I may have not seen anything. You know, mm-hmm. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, let's see. There's not very many more questions. Love from NH. 
New Hampshire, I'm assuming. You got a choice, Ohio or Kentucky, Bernal State, Bohunt. So I'm going to do some research on both. I've been to Ohio and had success. My cousin wants to try Kentucky in 24. We know Eric's, uh, Eric's answer. Yeah. Kentucky. <laughs> See, how is Kentucky? They're both hilly, right? Yeah. So sure. you just better they're, be uh, they're in, in portions of Well, I'm, I guess Southern Ohio. I've been to Southern Ohio, not hunting, but on vacation. Yeah, Northern, Northern Ohio hilly. is flat. I was in Southern Kentucky. I never made it out to Eastern. Eastern um, mountainous. Yes, Eastern is extremely hilly. Um, and the Western Kentuckys can be. I'm far told away. to watch out for some of the people in Eastern Kentucky. Yeah, <laughs> I kind of hunt. I mean, when I hunt, it's the north, central, northeast. Okay. okay. So yeah, it's getting to that. Just east of where I can hunt a lot. When I go to Kentucky, it's like east of Louisville, it's because it's close to here. Mm-hmm. But um, anyway. I'd say when you're picking that, look for lodging. Where can you stay in proximity to where you want to hunt? A lot of different variables. If you're mm-hmm. up in the northeast, Ohio would be closer. <clears throat> I don't know. Maybe not. Uh, Goomer has a question. He says, how often are you setting up overlooking visible slash known deer trails versus just an area that looks to have good sign or good sign pretty dry around here uh actually i, I always look for those trails yeah but generational trails. Yeah, yeah yeah you can see them way better in the springtime too you know? yeah so we already know where the trails are yeah, yeah i'm definitely always trying to pick trails out because off of the trails are typically typically where you're going to find other signs scrapes, scrapes rubs, rubs yeah. all that good stuff even on four-wheeler trails Guys, drainages too. Yeah, let's get off here. Okay. True. Hey, Tom, you guys are probably gonna pack up some of these. No, Global's hunting tomorrow. Yeah. Oh, he's killing tomorrow. Right. Yeah. You, you will. You'll shoot something tomorrow because everybody's leaving. <laughs> yep. I mean, you'll have to deal with it. Ourselves. Get hugs to help you. Yeah. <laughs> he was in a mood today, wasn't he? Yeah, man. Him and Gary usually best friends, and he was not in Gary. Yeah. Today. Yeah, he was really? in anybody though. No, he wasn't he was, anybody. He was, yeah. he, was, he was he was he was real good uh, at lunchtime. Yeah, this time well, this morning. This morning. Yeah. Gary came out. He was eating breakfast, and he goes, "Dad, can you play with Gary?" I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> I said, I said no, <laughs> and he's like, and then I then he goes, uh, "Gary, what do you say? Can you go back in the garage?" Yeah. Yeah, that we we you know we set up cots in uh, Josh's awesome. garage, so yeah. that's our like hangout area. Oh, he just funny. was not. Ha- I didn't even see him. He just came and he's, sat down, and he's, he's never like, like that with you. Yeah, but he was like that with Maddie too. She he, said, "Yeah, he uh, he sometimes wants to be alone." Yeah, wants uh, to watch his videos. Yeah, in the morning when he eats breakfast, he likes to sit there by himself and not be bothered. Well, I mean, Gary likes to bother him, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I didn't do anything. That yeah, day, no, no. But, I, I, uh, I saw you just sitting there. Yeah. I get it. You guys have had a house full for the week. Yeah. Uh, He's probably yeah, ready he, for he us to go. That's what he yeah. told you. You could come back because uh, it was going to be Christmas time. That's what he told you. <laughs> <laughs> wow, you're having your baby here. And he's like, yeah, no, you can't That's come until after the baby. Yeah. That's at Christmas. Yeah, he's like, at Christmas, you can't come. Yeah. <laughs> we'll be at the same. He's just, the same. Yeah. That's what he told him. Told yeah. Him. He's just got this all figured out. I know. <laughs> so little as he knows, it's going to be less than two weeks. <laughs> we have a way, yeah. Oh. 
got to be excited for that, huh? Yeah, I mean, it's it's that uh, you get ex- you're excited whenever you got like three or four months to go yet, but when you get real close, you get kind of like okay, ooh, yeah, ner- nervous, excited, no, yeah. yeah. Hey, you guys like you guys got this. Oh, I'm not worried about the baby part. I just the whole giving birth part. I hate. It's not yeah, very, not very fun. Yeah, it's rough on you. Well, I no, I just <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It just feels like a lot can go wrong. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know? yeah. Serious about it. It's, it's uh, stressful yep. as a dad. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And a husband. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, but it'll be fine. It'll be Absolutely. God's hands. So, All right. Um, no reason to think it won't. But All right. See you guys. Yeah. Talk to you All later. Right. Thanks Thanks for Bye. Listen, guys. Bye. I got 13 across. <laughs>